1: If you're a real estate investor or you want to be a real estate investor and you're looking for more funding for your deals, money for your deals, regardless of what your banker, your mortgage lender, your hard money lender would say, don't go anywhere because you're in the right place. I'm getting ready to plug you into the funding for your deals, regardless of your experience. Well, if this is your first time to the show, let me give you a special welcome to the show. I'm Jay Conner, and this is Real Estate Investing with Jay Conner. I'm known as the Private Money Authority, and we're just glad to have you on. This is the show where we talk about all things real estate investing, single-family houses, long-term buy-and-holds, flips, commercial, you name it. However, I will tell you, if, you're first, uh, if this is your first time to the show, most of our focus is on investing in single-family houses. Well, on the show here in my lands, I've already lost the count on episodes. Uh, we are up to somewhere around number 130 or so. But nonetheless, here on the show, I have the very best special guests that join me here on the show to talk about their expertise, their niche, and what they're really, really good at when it comes to real estate investing. And I got another special guest for you here today on the show, but before I bring him on, let me go ahead and fulfill my promise that I'd said just a moment ago, and that is how in the world are we gonna plug you into funding for your deals, your real estate deals? Well, again, if you're new to the show, you may not know that uh, I'm pretty good at raising funding for deals. In fact, over 10 years ago, I was cut off from the banks for no notice but I was introduced to this wonderful world of private money, which again, has got nothing to do with your income, your credit, or your experience. And so for the past 10 years, I have not missed out on a deal because I didn't have the funding. So I've got a free online class and we're going to put it right here on the screen and you can go check it out anytime you want to. The free online class, it's j a y c o n n e r dot com forward slash money podcast one more time that's j-a-y-c-o-n-n-e-r dot com forward slash money podcast go check it out it's free it'll teach you the five steps that i use to get all the funding for your deals now with that i got to bring on to you my dear friend we've known each other now for more than 10 years and talk about a renaissance man all my lands, I've been referred to as being a renaissance man, but this guy here has got me beat. So before I tell you his name, Mr. X so far, this guy, he is a published author. He's a speaker, copywriter, phenomenal copywriter. He's a coach, a mentor, a marketer, a musician, a poet. Check this out, folks. He is a expert ballroom dance instructor. Beyond that, He's known as being one of the experts in the nation on salsa dancing, world traveler. He's a father, internet marketer. He's a voiceover artist. In fact, one of my mentors refers to this guy and my friend as the voice from God. And you're going to hear that in just a second. And of course the reason he's here on the show today is to talk about his expertise and his niche in real estate investing. Now, The other part of his bio, he's gonna have to explain to you because it's like going over my head, but I'm gonna give it to you. This guy is also politically incorrect and an insomniac with H, I can't even say it, ADHD, who specializes in adding massive value to people's lives by helping them overcome limiting beliefs. I'm all into that. He's all about having fun and make more money while improving lifestyles through investing in real estate. On my lands, I thought I had a bio and introduction. Everybody, welcome here to the show. My good friend, Mr. Renaissance Man, who is filthy rich in real estate, Mr. Tony Pearl.
2: Welcome, Tony. Thank you so much for having me, Jay. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you, sir. And after that introduction, I'm wondering who the heck walked in the room? Who are you talking about?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm telling you, look now, look now. You got to tell me what being politically incorrect, ADHD, insomniac, and adding all that value to real estate investors has got to do with each
2: other. Well, that is the challenge, isn't it? Well, let me see. I don't know if I can summarize it in one thing where I put them all together, but I'll tell you that uh, being politically incorrect, let's just say that uh, I support our current president. That ought to tell you enough right there.
1: Well, hey, look, fifty percent of my audience. Actually, I think fifty. I think it might be more than fifty percent of my audience is going to now be hanging in there with us. But anyway, hey, the rest look, will go bye bye, right? That's right. Everybody else just checked out.
2: But anyway, go ahead. Oh man, the ADHD. I'll just summarize in one word: squirrel. <laughs> I hear you, man. So, look,
1: tell everybody, Tony. Why are you qualified to talk about real estate investing?
2: That's an excellent question, Jay. Thank you for asking that. So at this point I've done over 160 deals, all types. I first got into real estate. My very first deal was a lease purchase, which converted to 100% owner financing after a year. The deal was so good. The house was so big and it was so nice. I had to move into it myself. And then I rented rooms out to the local university students at University of Maryland College Park, which is my alum. And I got paid to live in my own house. And then at that time, the deal went so well that I didn't do real estate for like four years after that because I was so focused on my career, which at the time was in the ballroom and Latin dance instructor. And that was the last job I'd ever worked, which I retired from in 1999 at the ripe old age of 30 years old. So (laughs) after that, I started my own dance business. I taught all over the place. I had my own studio, all that fun stuff. And then I got as good as something is. You know, however awesome it is, if you have that ADHD, you can get bored with things pretty quickly, which believe it or not, even though dancing is one of the best things I've ever did, and I got bored at it really quickly, so I started getting a hankering for that real estate again, and in 2001, 2002, I got back into it, and I've been blowing it up ever since, and basically, I did my first real, what made me a millionaire the first time was getting into short sales, subject twos, and a few rehabs. To this day, I really specialize in the pretty houses, working with FSBOs, working with private sellers. I have worked with a lot of banks, but for some reason, I just really like talking to people and helping them out to structure solutions that work for their houses. And to this point, I've done all kinds of different deals, mainly in the residential real estate market and the area, all over the country, as a matter of fact. Does that answer your question? I hope. <laughs> well, that's a good start. So, so let's, go, let's go ahead
1: and get on to why I have you on the show. Right. So ever since I started the show, I have yet to have a guest that really is known for their expertise as you are. And that is, now that doesn't mean I haven't had some guests that are not really good communicators because I think you got to have a certain skill set of communication, but I haven't had a guest that has really analyzed what it is that you do about communication with buyers and sellers to establish that kind of rapport so Tony I'm just going to turn the mic over to you and I'll interrupt you where I deem appropriate but tell me in the audience about your three-step approach to communicating and talking with buyers and sellers
2: thank you G. would be more than happy to it and I appreciate that. appreciate once again your kind words so First of all, you uh, heard a few of your podcasts. You've had some amazing, amazing interviews on here and some wonderful communicators in their own right, no doubt about it. What I've done is I've simply taken what has worked for me and many others and made it into a simplistic, simple three-step approach that can work for, it's almost like a magic bullet for talking with anybody at any time, whenever you have an interaction that you want to make, where you're going to hopefully influence them, you're going to sell them, You're going to do business together and you want to make sure that everything goes smoothly and it's a logical, functional sequence. Now, having said that, if someone is just getting started, can I share a little a little bit of advice here, if I may? Would that be okay? Sure. Thank you. If someone is just getting started in real estate investing and you really don't know, I mean, you're just trying to figure all this stuff out and you're still fresh. I think that a great way to begin and will carry you for a long time is to use a shortcut. To cheat if you will and a great way of doing that is to use scripts okay now there are a lot of different programs that will use scripts wonderful scripts that will help you get through the conversation and help guide you however me personally i've noticed that scripts have an inherent flaw built into them you know that is what they don't allow the person if you're reading the script what happens if someone throws you a curveball that's not in the script. What do I do? Ah, you freak out. What?
1: <laughs> you know what comes to mind on that, Tony? And that is, you know, when, and I've used scripts in the past, me yeah. personally, I like bullet points better. But, but when I've used scripts in the past, based on what you just said, it reminds me I always get my lines right, but they never get their lines <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I've never heard that before. Yeah, you're not reading on the script, Mr. Seller. Please come back. You're supposed to say this at this point. (laughs) But actually, um, if you look at it, scripts do take the the chunking down of the conversation and they put it into a workable format. However, a lot of times if you're new, it's, it's very frustrating if you get taken off the script and you don't know what to say when they say it. An expert, a true professional, will recognize what's going on and be able to come back to that part of the script and get back on that straight line to get to the resolution and the close of course so i have found a way of taking i guess you could say you could take scripts memorize them if you want keep them in front of you if you want but just basically if you have like that bullet point i love bullet points too okay i totally agree but if you can have an idea about step one i need to do this okay now we need to move to this part and then we're going to go to the closing part right here and it just makes it really really simple and easy okay so if I may share that three-step approach with you now, it basically works like this. The first step, simple thing is, is you want to introduce yourself and state what your goals, what your agenda is at the outset of the call. So as soon as you get on the call with whomever it is, let's just say it's a seller, you want to, why the heck are you calling? I mean, don't, don't shoot the crap with, uh, with these people. They're, they're getting bombarded by calls and they want to know who you are, why you're calling and what do you want? So you've got to get that out of the way very quickly and then make sure that you are able to transition to the second step. So if we could do a quick, want to do a quick role play, Jay? Sure. Okay. You be the seller. I'm uh, the seller. You're the seller. Ring, ring, say hello. Hello. Yes, I'm calling about the house at 1348 Maple Leaf Lane. Is it still available? Yeah, well, I, I live here. When you say it's available, what do you mean? I saw this house for sale online. Is it, are you the one who's selling this house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I still got it for sale. Okay, <laughs> fantastic. Great. My name's Tony. What's your name? I'm Jay. Hey, Jay. Nice to talk to you. I appreciate you taking the call today. So listen, I, I see the information about your house in front of me. and Would you mind if I just ask you a few questions? I'm really, the reason why I'm calling is I'm really interested in buying a house just like yours in that area. I'm actually an investor. I'd like to add that to my portfolio. Would you mind if I ask you just a few simple questions to see if we can possibly do business today and see if I can buy your house? Sure. Great, thank you so much, I appreciate that. And that's it, that's just a simple example of how to start a phone call like that. Now, me personally, I do like to introduce the fact that I'm an investor because, why do I do that? Now, some people may not feel comfortable and that's totally fine. The reason I like to do that is because, and, and this is an example of a cold call, right? So we've never spoken to him, our assistant has never spoken to this person, It's a great way to break the ice and get the conversation started. Now, is it possible, actually, is it a fact that we investors are going to be asking the seller several wacky questions that may be a little bit of a departure from the norm if someone is just calling to live in the house? Yeah, like what's the mortgage information? Bam, there you go. Exactly. So to me, this pre-frames the context of the reason why we're going to be bringing that question up a little bit later on in the call. So it lessens the resistance.
1: Yeah. Now, let me give you an observation Tony, and I was going to say it before we role played, but I'm glad I didn't because I wanted to see how you played it out. So, you introduced yourself and by the way, I want to encourage folks at the end of this show because you're going we got three points here you're going to go over. Go back everybody, whether you're watching visually or you're just listening, you know, to iTunes or Google Play, go back and listen to this role play in the scripting or the words or the tone and the tone that Tony is using when he's framing the call. I mean, we could spend a whole day talking about what's and analyzing what's really going on here. But like, for example, you got right to the point, you add a very important point that that I picked up on is that you ask permission to ask questions. You didn't just jump right into, you know, an interrogation, if you will. Okay. You, uh, you were pleasant. I I like framing yourself as you are as a real estate investor, but you know what? There's something you didn't ask me in that role play that I am so glad you didn't ask because it drives me nuts.
2: I can guess what it is.
1: Oh, my word. I bet you know what it is. It drives me nuts when somebody that I've never talked to in my life. How are you today? Asks, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nothing screams salesman more than, life? how are you today, sir? How
2: oh. are you today? And I'm going, don't ask me how I'm doing because you could give a flip. I'm doing terrible. Then you're just supposed to continue. To that's a, That's a major curve. That's a knuckleball right there. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway.
1: I really appreciate, and I want want our audience here to get this to where everything you're saying is authentic, it's genuine, you're not beating around the bush, you're being respectful of the other person's time on the other end of the phone. Even though they have their property for sale and they want to sell it, you're just not coming up with this, you know, not genuine, you know,
2: you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Let me add a little more to that, Jay. Thank you so much for for distinguishing those things and calling them out because a lot of times when you hear this stuff, we can take it for granted and it's just so easy to gloss and glance right by it without paying attention to it. So one of the things is that um, I wrote an article very recently called uh, I Can Tell by the Tone of Your Voice. I read it. It's an excellent article. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Yes. So the tonality of your voice is everything. You want to do something that will help make you stand out, to help make you be different in a sea of ordinary normal, where everyone sounds the same. Hi, how are you today? Oh my gosh, shoot, me now, right? So we do things a little bit differently, so we can stand out. So by the end of the call, that person is thinking, "Wow, this person is different. There's something about them I really like. I feel comfortable talking to them. I feel like opening up and telling them all my deepest secrets." <laughs> and. One of the things that really, 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 I'll give you a secret right here, really helps make that happen. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I got my seatbelt on. All right. Strap in, my friend. It's, I've already given it away, basically. It's the tone of your voice. Can you convey emotion? Can you convey compassion? Can you be relatable simply by talking to someone? Now, a lot of other salespeople say that the best way to develop rapport with someone is, hey, talk about the pictures on the wall. Talk about their grandkids. Ask them how they're doing today. Talk about, you know, what they had for lunch and and the weather and the sports. And those things all do have a place, to be honest, of course, at the right time. However, we can shortcut and bypass all that stuff.
1: Yeah, when you're doing that, the person on the other end of the phone or across the desk, the whole time is saying, would you just shut up and get on with it? You know? (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like you spent a little bit of time uh, right here on the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but you know what? There's another thing before we get to your point number two. But there's another thing that you did, and that right up front, you stated your objective, and you said, "I'm a." You stated who you are. You said, "I'm a real estate investor," and you said, "You, you didn't say it, but you inferred it. You inferred, and the reason I'm calling you." is because I'm interested in buying properties in your area to add to my portfolio. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I mean, that's like, you know, if I were on the other end of the phone, it'd be like, Oh, they just took their filter off and told me a little bit about themselves and who they are and what they want to accomplish, which when I sense you took your filter off, I'm going to take my filter off. You take your filter off first. I'm going to take my filter off. And now we can really connect. You agree?
2: Oh, totally, totally. And that brings a very good point, Jay. Absolutely. We don't want to have like a, I'm talking down to you. or You're talking down to me or I'm disrespecting you or vice versa. Let's just have an honest, quick meeting of the minds and see if we can get our, lay our cards on the table and possibly do business. If it's not a good fit, hey, I'm not going to take it personally. That's okay. In fact, I'd rather someone tell me no up front so we can save each other's time and just part as friends. And that's another part. That's an advanced part of the introduction that I won't share today. And there's a couple other pieces, but for the most part, you get the gist of what we're trying to say right here with the introduction. The first part is just setting the stage, setting the tone, letting this person know, hey, here's what I'm looking to do. Can we possibly do business to move forward? I love
1: it.